10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4. Are you ready? Welcome back to South Philly's number one podcast, Straight Out of Philly. I'm Brent Snyder, coming from deep in the heart of South Philadelphia. Man, if you love sports, this is the episode for you today. Today, it's a special show. The first annual Straight Out of Philly Sports Spectacular. That's right. No politics. Just fucking sports. We got a great show for you guys. So grab a drink, light up a cigar, and enjoy. Welcome back. Before I start my rant, I want to pay my respects to one of my favorite actors of all time, Tom Sizemore, known for his roles in Black Hawk Down, Heat, True Romance, Pastor 57, Natural Born Killers, Bringing Out the Dead, and Saving Private Ryan, passed away in his sleep on March 3rd. My prayers go out to all his fans and family members. For all you repeat offenders, I mean listeners, you know this is where I usually rant about a certain topic. But today there's no rant, and believe me, that's fucking tough. There's so much fucked up shit going on in this world, I could go on for hours. But that's for another day. Today, it's all about sports. Nothing but sports. How can any sports fan complain this time of year? Spring training is in full tilt, and the season opener is right around the corner. Before we know it, we'll be standing in lines for dollar dog days and $18 beers in the 100 degree heat. No, seriously though, nothing beats the fresh air, cheering crowd, and the smell of freshly cut grass. I know, I'm probably sounding like a little fruit right now, but I do love baseball. Sitting back, smoking a cigar, and listening to the Phils playing the radio, nothing beats it. So enough of this shit, let's get down to business. Pussy nigga, shut up. If you dip me in your ass, I get your pussy ass stuck up. When you touch down in my hood, no, that's Welcome back to break, everybody. Glad you guys are still around. Alright, let's jump right into the three most overrated, overhyped fit athletes of all time. Well, at least in my educated opinion. I know I'm always up for a good debate, so if any of you listeners have some others you think should be included, please drop me a line at straightout215 on Instagram and Twitter, or email me at straightout215 at gmail.com. Believe me, this was one of the hardest debates I had with my sources, friends, and associates. Markel Foltz, Donovan McNabb, Lance Paris, and some even said Joe Embiid were all names that popped up. Unfortunately, for us Philly fans, we have plenty of players to choose from. But I only had room for three players, so here we fucking go. Number three is no other than Philadelphia's Scott Kingery. Drafted in 2015 in the second round, Scott signed a six-year, $24 million contract before even playing one game. Who does that? I mean, do we get paid before we start one day of work? I know, it's insane. Scott was the next big thing for the Phillies organization, but like most players who underperform, injuries and the dreaded switching of positions proved disastrous. Coming up, Scott was a middle infielder, you know, second base, third base, but was switched to center field because of injuries on the roster. Between 2018 and 2020, Scott was one of the worst hitters in the major, posting a 677 OPS and a .5 wins above replacement war. 
If not for the $8.25 million he's set to earn this year, it's a wonder that he's still a Philly. These stats show why many believe Scott Kingery is one of the biggest flops in Philadelphia sports history. Up next, this is where it gets fun and even a little controversial. At the number two slot, just like the slot he was drafted in the 2016 NFL Draft, sits former Eagles quarterback Carson Wentz. In 16, the Eagles used everything in their war chest to trade up to the number two slot so they could pick their QB of the future. Wow, did they fuck up. After two years and over $100 million in guaranteed money, the Eagles finally realized just how disastrous this move was. Posting an 11-2 record, Carson tore his ACO on a touchdown scamper against the Rams. The rest is history, as they say. That year, Nick Foles replaced the Andrew Wentz, played some of the best football ever, and led our Eagles to the Super Bowl 52 championship. Not only did he lose his starting position to his backup Nick Foles because of his knee injury, Carson then proceeds to come back and play like dog shit and once again gets benched for his backup, the real QB of the future, Jalen Hurts. Carson became a stain on Philadelphia's dirty underwear after the Philadelphia Inquirer published a report that Carson acted like a little bitch in regards to how well the Eagles played after his ACL injury. His selfish antics went so far that an unnamed teammate and Wentz had to be physically separated at one time. As any former athlete knows, a player who acts like that has no place in any locker room whatsoever. It was a great day in Philadelphia, the day our front office traded that dead weight to the Indianapolis Colts. Finally, our number one most overrated, overhyped player in Philly sports history. That position is held by none other than the biggest thief in American history, former 76ers point guard, number one draft pick, Ben Simmons. The sports world finally realized how soft Ben was when his pussy play against the Atlanta Hawks cost the 76ers a chance to the trip at the end of NBA championship. Any young player would kill to have the ability of Simmons, the raw talent. Even if he couldn't shoot a three worth a shit, Philly fans still loved him. Then came You're that weak. play against the Atlanta Hawks to show and you how soft and yourself and everybody else. really was. This, of course, came after the 76ers signed him to a five-year, $135 million fully guaranteed contract. But what a deal in his end. At most, he's a mid-level player who should have never been rewarded with a $35 million salary. If a common American stole half that, we would end up in jail for the rest of our lives. What a crack of shit. The best day in recent history of the Philadelphia 76ers history is not when Alan Iverson walked over Tyrone Lou. It was when we finally got rid of that soft-ass bum for James Harden. Emotional, well, at damn least claimed the honor of being the most fine player in NBA history when he sat out the entire season before being traded to the Brooklyn Nets. For a player averaging more fouls a game than attempted field goals, Ben Simmons has the honor of being the most overrated, overhyped player in Philadelphia sports history. Whew, that was a hard segment to produce. So many names could have ended up on that list, but those three were definitely worthy 
of their spot on the most overrated, overhyped athletes in Philadelphia history. All right, guys, let's take a real quick break. When we come back, it's time to talk about Phillies baseball. Don't forget to follow the number one podcast in South Philly on Twitter and Instagram at StraightOut215. Go grab a drink, take a piss, or do whatever you need. We will be right back. Real nigga, what up? If you ain't about that murder game, then pussy nigga, shut up. If you dip me in your ass, I get your pussy ass stuck up. When you touch down in my hood, no, that's all life ain't good. Catch me down in my Welcome back, guys. Was it me, or did that break take forever? Anyways, what a better time to talk about how the Phillies are playing during the first few weeks of spring training. This is quite an unusual year for our Phillies. We have one, two, three players fighting for one or two spots that's left on our Major League roster. Just like any spring training, our stars get very little ABs during our Grapefruit games. These are games for those players who fight for the one of the few remaining spots on the roster. And we do have some shining possibilities battling out recent addition second baseman Cody Clemens, son of one of the best pitchers to ever play the game, Roger Clemens has hammered two home runs with four RBIs. It's looking like he might make the big league team if his free training success has anything to do with it. Derek Hall, a big time power hitter, is almost a lock to be added to our bench. He's a power hitter if I've ever seen one. Last year, he hit nine home runs in 136 at-bats, one per every 15 at-bat. Decent numbers for an everyday player, but for someone who played minimally, they're great numbers. If you took his numbers and spread them out over the season, Hall would have ended up with 35 home runs. But granted, there was really no place to play him with Hoskins at first and Harper DHing. But with Harper out the first half of the season, this could be the year for Hall to show his Phillies fans what he can really do. Edmund Sosa, a pickup at the trade deadline last year, is continuing to show his versatility. He's basically a utility infitter, capable of playing all four spots. But this year, manager Rob Thompson has him working on playing center field. And of course, Trey Turner. How can I forget about him? In his first spring training with the Phillies, he's hitting 444 with five hits, three RBIs, and a stolen base. Now that's just what the Phillies wanted when they inked him to his huge contract in the offseason. Now, to our pitching, and there's only one topic we should be worried about, and that is Andrew Painter, our teenage phenom. After pitching only two innings, giving up one earned run and striking out one, Painter was shelved with soreness in his elbow. According to skipper Rob Thompson, the Phillies haven't received an update on Painter today, Saturday, March 4th, but hopefully in the next few days, this is huge, all my sources have Painter winning the fifth spot in a rotation, adding much needed strength to the back end of their studded out rotation. Might we see him start in Tripway and then call it up? Will the setback just be precautionary and he'll be fine to go opening day? Worst case scenario, he opens the season in Tripway and we use Baylor Fouter as our fifth starter until Painter is ready. Well, I guess it's one of those things that's just wait and see. I don't know about you guys, but I'm fucking stoked about our season. Our lineup, top to bottom, 
is monstrous. You know, easy out at Bryce Harper to the mix come a few months later. And I believe the city of brotherly love will be planning a parade on Broad Street this fall. All right, guys, let's take another break. Don't forget to follow the number one podcast in South Philly on Instagram and Twitter at straight215. And email any comments or suggestions to straightout215 at gmail.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the final segment of Straight Out of Philly's first ever sports spectacular all right guys imagine if you will driving through south dakota looking out the driver's side window and seeing the most impressive monument ever dedicated to the best characters ever in sports movies each character representing the movie they made famous to all sports fans even iconic some may say you see carl spackler ricky wild thing bond ray kinsella and rocky balboa talk about a sports fan's dream come true but today we're not ranking the characters which we might do on a later episode but we're debuting a mount rushmore of all sports major league one of the all-time classic sports come on don't get in front of the damn ball don't give me this olay bullshit wild thing bonds roger thorne pedro serrano and willie mays hayes to me though the one character that makes the entire movie is none other than Harry Doyle, played by the late great Bob Euchre. Goddamn Doyle's hopelessness portrays every fan of a Don't worry, movie. nobody's As listening anyway. Myself, lost hope shown by Harry throughout the movie hits home hard. During the rebuilding years, where the Phillies lineup looked like a single A team, we trudged and drudged through 162 fucking games, just stalling until the NFL season starts. Everyone that ever experienced that can definitely relate to how Harry Doyle felt. Rodney Dangerfield dancing on the fairway. Paul Spackler hunting down that fucking gopher. Or Ty Webb annoying the shit with Judge Smales. Those are the scenes that everybody remembers from the best golf comedy ever produced. Caddyshack is one of the funniest sports movies ever produced. Even ESPN agrees. When I golf, or at least try to, everybody on the greens were quoting Ty Webb, every chance they got. When it comes to movies, not just sports movies, they don't make them like this anymore. Caddyshack will go down as an all-time classic sports movie. Field of Dreams, that's all one has to do whisper when talking about this iconic baseball film. Of all the other movies about a game of baseball, Field of Dreams best captures the simple essence of the game. The movie also has an underlying theme played throughout the movie. No matter, no matter how big or small, if you have a dream, you go after it. You don't let anyone stand in your way, no matter who they are or what they say. Also, the movie has one of the best quotes found in any movie. Right up there with, he made it an offer he couldn't refuse from Godfather 1. If there is a person alive who hasn't seen this Kevin Costner film, I suggest you drop everything you're doing, grab some popcorn, and watch. Finally, we made, My name is Rocky we made it to the last film to be included in the Mount Rushmore sports movie. This film is as relevant today as it was when it was made. Good versus evil, right versus wrong, fair versus corrupt, David versus Goliath, 
I must Those have phrases all can be used to describe the uphill battle Rocky Balboa faced when he avenged his mentor's and best friend's death at the hands of the Russian monster, Ivan Drago. You got a During big mouth. You know, War, you just talk This too movie much. showed that the USSR was not the monster every American thought they were. Even by shooting fucking steroids into his body, Ivan Drago could not stop the determination and some might call stupidity of an American Rocky Balboa. At the end, America prevails, and even though Rocky lost the belts. Alright, listeners, there we have it. The Mount Rushmore of sports movies. I know, I know, I left some good ones off, but there was an exact scientific study done to produce these outcomes. <laughs> Fuck no. Not really. It was just the opinions of myself and my associates. If you have any other movies you wanted to add or debate, please email me at straightout215 at gmail.com. Alright listeners, don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to the first annual Straight Out of Philly Sports Spectacular. Whatever you do, don't forget to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at straightout215. I'm Brent Snyder, and I'm out of here.